Uh, please begin turning your Bibles to John 9. And so we will, as you're turning in your Bibles to John 9, we will be focusing this morning on John 9, verses 39 through 41. But let's first remind ourselves of the account leading to Jesus' words in verse 39. Jesus is, um, and his disciples see a blind man, and they ask Jesus, why was the man born blind? And Jesus said it was so that the works of God might be displayed in him. If you remember, Jesus made clay from dirt and spit and put it on the man's eyes and told him to go wash. And so he did. He departed. He washed. And amazingly, he could now see for the first time in his life. Later, some of the Pharisees were accusing Jesus of sinning since he had healed on the Sabbath. So they asked the man in verse 17, What do you say about him since he opened your eyes? And the man said, He is a prophet. The Pharisees hated Jesus. And they had, in fact, just tried to stone Jesus in the temple. So after the man claimed Jesus was a prophet, we read in verse 18, the Jews then did not believe it of him that he had been born blind and had received sight. Their doubts about the man's claims surfaced after he had claimed Jesus was a prophet. They simply could not allow for the possibility that Jesus was from God. The man must be lying. But after his parents came along and confirmed the fact that he was, in fact, born blind, they instead tried to get him to discredit Jesus by agreeing with them that he was a sinner. But he would not. So they demanded to hear again how Jesus opened his eyes. In verse 27, he answered, I told you already and you didn't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You don't want to become his disciples too, do you? And they reviled him and said, you are his disciple. But we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we don't know where he is from. The man answered in verse 30, Well, here is the amazing thing, that you don't know where he is from, and yet he opened my eyes. The answer was obvious. He was from God. But all the proof in the world would not overcome their hatred of Jesus. So they declared that this man too, like Jesus, was a sinner and they kicked him out of the synagogue. But Jesus found the man who still had some of the Pharisees with him and Jesus revealed himself as Messiah and the man placed his faith in Jesus as Messiah and worshipped him. But then, so that the Pharisees could hear too, Jesus said in verse 39, read along with me in verse 39. For judgment I came into this world, so that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may become blind. Those of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him, We're not blind too, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say, We see, your sin remains. Jesus wasn't talking about physical blindness. He was talking about spiritual blindness, man's inability to comprehend divine truth. The Pharisees thought they understood all truth. They prided themselves on their religious adherence. We're disciples of Moses, they said. Claiming to have spiritual sight, they rejected Jesus. Jesus says, that man's sin will remain. It will be unforgiven. 
And we all came into the world spiritually blind. And in this blindness, we are haters of God, haters of Jesus. We may not like to think of it that way, and we may try to mask our sin by some outward form of righteousness or religious devotion or even our own moral standard. But we deceive ourselves. Trusting in our own righteousness, like the Pharisees, is claiming to see when we ourselves are blind, slaves to sin. Jesus says judgment is coming to these type of people. The kind of people that we all are. Why? Because as we sang, God is holy, 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 and he's just, and every evil deed must be punished. And just as it would be unjust for a law-abiding judge to condemn, or to allow a condemned murderer to go free, so it would be equally unjust for a perfect and holy God to allow sin to go unpunished. So what kind of hope is there? Look again at John 9:41. If you were blind, you would have no sin. To the one who recognizes like the blind beggar, their own blindness, and depends upon Jesus, their sin will be forgiven. It will be done away, and that's good news. But how can we be forgiven? Well, in this same conversation with these Pharisees, Jesus offered hope in John 10, 11. We had the verse on the screen earlier this morning. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus, who committed no sin, willingly took upon himself sin's penalty by being crucified on the cross and giving his life as a substitute for all of his sheep who, admitting their own blindness and their own sinfulness, will turn and trust in him alone for forgiveness and follow him. Each week we take a piece of bread and a cup which symbolized Jesus' broken body and spilled blood on the cross. And we remember we were blind haters of God, but Jesus rescued us. We were blind and he gave us sight. So we worship Jesus today remembering this. Believer, if there is sin in your life that you haven't confessed and turned from, forgiveness is available. Repent and turn from your sin and worship Jesus with us this morning. If you are not a follower of Jesus Christ, we'd ask that you pass the plate when it comes to the person next to you and receive it without taking the bread and the cup. We're glad that you're here because Jesus offers you salvation today. If you would confess to him your own spiritual blindness and turn to him as your Lord and your Messiah today, but what are you depending upon to be right with God? When you stand before him at the end of your life, do you believe God will accept you because you are a good or a moral person? Only by turning to follow Jesus and trusting in him alone and his death on the cross can God's anger against your sin be satisfied. And But we plead with you, turn to Jesus today. We would love to speak with anyone you see. We would love to speak with you. So if anyone you saw up here on the stage this morning or one of the pastors at the information table after the service, please find them before you leave today. Amen. In the back, you guys can go ahead and come forward and serve us. Believers, remember Jesus while you take communion. Um, Go ahead and take it on your own this morning. And Scott will come up in a few minutes.